Welcome to the Huffing Spirit Podcast, where we take you from the sacred to the profane, from the serious to the silly, from the outer to the inner, and from the guru back to you. Join your playful podcast guides, Alex Hindley and Natalie Dick, as they bring you back to a grounded and more authentic approach to spirituality. The art of surrendering is really powerful because you're constantly trying to grip and control and force things to happen. When you're focused, that's what, that's what I kind of visualize is when you are so in that push mode, the opportunity of what is behind you and what is around you in your periphery that's trying to come in to help you, that's part of the surrendering process. But because you're so gripped, you can't let spirit, the universe, and all the all the way it works in, in its divine unfolding, you can't let yourself unfold to that when you are so gripped and pushing in one linear focus. Welcome back to the Huffing Spirit Podcast. This Welcome back. Topic, the topic today is surrendering. And both Alex and I were just, before we hit record, we were both wondering, well, who's going to speak first? What'd you say, Alex? Well, I did the unmasculine thing and I surrendered to you to allow uh, you to kick us off. Uh, <laughs> amazing. So we're so excited to talk about where I am. I don't know. How, how, how excited are you to talk about surrender? Uh, like a five out of 10, I guess. Wow. No, I'm, I'm just excited to be, I'm doing it. We're doing it again. I'm, yeah. Yeah. This is awesome. So, so the, I, I call it the art of surrender because I feel like it surrendering. I mean, it kind of encompasses a very big, broad topic, but we're going to break it down into actionable steps today of what, what is surrender when we're kind of on the spiritual path? What does that look like? What does that feel like? And why is it important? How to feel it in your body? Yeah, you said art of surrender, which I love. I think we should all strive to make our life as beautiful as possible where we can. But I'm like, am I surrendering in an artful or artistic way? Or am I just like getting bludgeoned until I give it up? So that's been my path. That's been my path to surrender is like, spirit's like, I'm going to beat you up for a little bit. <laughs> Look at dang it. Here you go. Sure. <laughs> It's like, I'm going to tenderize you, and then you're going to let go. You get you get mugged by spirit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> totally bludgeoned by spirit. Um, so, yeah, let's crack into this topic, because it's... Um, I Okay, before we kind of crack in, I think it's really important right now, because there is... So it's such a collective dumpster fire right now that it is like we can't control everything and our nervous systems are exposed to so much information that we hold it. We hold on to it. And I think the art of surrender is incredibly important right now because we're not meant to hold all of that. No, and we're not supposed to know everything either. Yeah, that's what I mean. A big part of this, why we're talking about it, right? Your your ego gets flared up because it can't know or it doesn't have the control. Yeah. All right. Let's uh, let's dive into this topic today. Let's do it. Let's do it. All yeah. Right. I mean, you you started us off. I think the old systems are they're they're losing their control. You know the the fear, the overwhelm, the scarcity mentality. 
I mean, especially in the United States, I feel like anywhere in the world, like you could, if you look at the news and you look at too much of it, you'll go crazy. I have a question. And you, you got to let go of it, you know? And, and I think it's this like obsession with this masculine principle of control. I don't think societally we're taught to surrender or to let go. No, we're supposed to control, manipulate and push. That's, that's what we've been conditioned to do. And, and, you can see this on like the the microcosm within you and the macrocosm. Like it's 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 so layered into like literally any part of your life. It is layered into whether it's applied to like the foods you eat, whether it's applied to how you work in your business, whether it's a relationship. There is the art of surrender can be layered into such a multifaceted. Um, Kind of part of your life and like the outer world as well yeah and it's it can be life transforming too when you when you learn to go with it um so the way that i i tend to look at the Tao is like the acdc current of the universe yin yang energy mm-hmm. and i look at the yang as like the male warrior aspect and i look at the yin as like the female monk energy of just Perceiving. allowing yeah, receiving, accepting. So in, in the one side of the Tao, you're you're input, you're you're putting your will on the universe, which is very much like a yang energy. Yin energy is actually like the wu way of it, of letting it flow through you. Um yeah. and I think we're we're a little out of balance with that because we're trying to I mean, especially we just look at the effects of social media. It's look at me, look at what I'm doing, look at what I'm accomplishing. Um and you know, like doing nothing doesn't sell. <laughs> Like doing nothing doesn't sell, right? Like surrendering, letting go. Yeah. Nobody, nobody's like posting it. Oh man, I just, just let go of all this and that. It's like, look at, look at what I'm conquering. Look at what I'm, look at what I'm doing. Look at what I'm achieving. Look at how my, how great my life is, how productive I am. Um, You know, I have a lot of slack for the little action time that I have. (laughs) (laughs) yeah it's it's interesting because when you think about social media i mean it's such a a presentation of what you want people to see it's like not the not the real parts behind the scenes it's such a perfect image even when you try to make the imperfect image it's still a constructed version right are you talking like with like an imperfect filter yes or no just like (laughs) I, I don't know. We can, social media is a very different topic, but it's, I think that um, when you were talking earlier, I was really like, I had this like kind of visual, like the art of surrendering and is really powerful because when you were saying it's like, you can, you're constantly trying to grip and control and force things to happen. Right. That, that one linear focus, that's what, that's what I kind of visualize is when you are so, in that push mode, the opportunity of what is behind you and what is around you in your periphery that's trying to come in to help you, that's part of the surrendering process. But because you're so gripped, you can't let spirit, let the let the um, the universe and all the all the way it works in, in its divine unfolding, you can't let yourself unfold to that when you are so gripped. And pushing in one linear focus. Mm. 
I just had a yeah. visual, visual and I, I, I can't really describe the visual in my head of what I had. But. Well, I was I was listening to some videos before we were recording and this Oprah interview she was doing with the guy, he was saying, you know, surrendering is not going upstream. It's going where the water's going. Yeah. And he, he, he we'll, we'll talk about surrendering and acceptance soon, but like what he was talking about accepting is like, there is a rock, there's a branch in the river and that's okay. You're just. Yeah, you're, you're flowing around and allowing things to be in the way, but those things that come in the way actually course correct you to take a different direction. Yeah. Which so, is, sorry, I, I cut you off. No, 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 go, 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 go. It's it's such a fascinating topic, and I, I really think, I mean, as a guy, we're not told to surrender. Um, and, and, you know, I don't, I, I don't like putting things in, like, this is a masculine box, this is a feminine box, but, like... They're energetic qualities. It's not male-female. It's, yeah. it's an energetic thing. But there's, there's so much, too, of, of, um, of history, you know, especially, like, with women, where it's just, it's about persevering you know and and surrendering in some ways too um and we could talk about like different styles of surrender you know strategic surrender or um just giving up you know but like it's it's such a it's such a beautiful thing and i think society is the way that it is today because we're just we're out of balance we're not we're not taught how to accept we're not taught how to receive we're not taught how to like give up it's um Per, I, I, I said persevering, but I meant that in a different way. So it's yeah. like it's, it's persevering, but it's also applying your goals on something. And if you don't have a goal, if you're not shaping the world in some way, you're looked at as like not masculine or not focused or not an ideal citizen or something like that. Yeah. I mean, you guys have it, um, the conditioning through um, being a male. Absolutely. Yeah. And just, and, even when you allow surrendering to happen, I mean, think about it, like surrendering to a feeling, like allowing that emotional processing to happen within the body is very much a surrendering, like a, a little surrendering piece. And I think that a lot of men don't get that opportunity to experience that or are conditioned to stuff down, not feel. Yeah. And I mean, I, I, I can experience, I can say that my experience lines up with that. And I can also see like where that would apply in terms of like men being warmongers as well. Like, yeah, yeah. It's like, we're going to step this down, but we're going to like project otherwise. So, okay. What else have we got here? What, is there anything that we missed out that we could be flushing out? Like what is, what is surrendering? Okay. Let's dig into this a little bit more because I'm going to use my personal experiences this past year as, um, as I've really, obviously I haven't mastered the art of surrender, but it's been a big learning curve for me this year. And it's like when things are not going the way in which you thought it was going to go. Right. I think that the acceptance piece and allowing things to kind of come in to in for your life instead of you. It's like, okay, I'm going to go in this direction and I keep knocking on this same door and I'm knocking and I'm knocking and I'm knocking. 
And I'm expecting, it's through the expectations, right? It's through our expectations that were really linear, really, really linear in how things should go. And that's a gripping, it's very egoic. And for me, in many facets of my life, I just moved back to Ontario and, you know, my, I'm moved back because my mother is not doing so well. So it's been, it's almost forced me to go in a different direction in a lot of areas of my life because I'm focused on one area and it's not working. So it's forced me to sit with a lot of discomfort Mm. and that surrendering piece to, I think a lot of discomfort in our lives is a big reason why people don't surrender. They don't want to sit with that discomfort. And, And perhaps another idea behind that is like the idea of surrendering by the way in which we, you know, we sometimes use that word for like war scenarios, right? So to surrender would mean like you are a loser in some way. Right. Yeah. And it's when, and it's interesting because if you, if you look at the art of surrender, even in a war scenario, right? Maybe again, from your perspective, who, whosever perspective is like, ha ha, they're, they're losing, they're surrendering. Well, what if the art of surrendering on that that side actually prevented something worse from happening. So when you pull out from the higher perspective, that art of surrendering or letting go happens to feed such a bigger part of the picture in totality, even collectively. Does that make sense? Yeah. Um, you know, there's there's just giving up and there's strategic surrender where you're doing it to mitigate the, the loss of human casualties. Yeah. Um, it's it's such a cool topic, and I think that's why for me, like I think you and I were talking about like ways in which you know you have to heal and you have to be vulnerable is one, and there's a huge component of surrendering and vulnerability, and there's a level of accountability after that, um, and that's why I really like plant medicine because you get to a spot with the medicine as a teacher and hopefully if you're doing the work beforehand to empty yourself you're allowing your you're allowing it to change you in a positive way uh to to shake up your system and show you the things that you need to see to be guided to where your next step is and you can't do that in the egoic mind frame that we culturally existed um and and what i love about it is like you know being in that space with my partner you can you have your thing and then the ego just drops out of it or is taken away from it. And then it's just like heart to heart and you can connect and say like, okay, we're surrendering this aspect of it, um, of our egoic filter of there's gotta be a winner or a loser here. It's just, there are no winners and losers in heart space. It's just, we're, we're here. Yeah. It's interesting because like a lot on the opposite side of surrender is the resistance. Right. And that, for me, when I think about when I'm, when I'm guiding clients or even for myself, when, when you're experiencing a tremendous amount of resistance in your life and resistance, meaning that you're again, trying to open those doors, you're trying to open those doors. You're trying to see like which way in which you're supposed to go. And and you're, you're linearly thinking, okay, I have to do it this way. Right. But when you get stuck in that, you're resisting that which is trying to come through to show you a different way. Mm. That resistance 
being in resistance to what could potentially come through because you think it has to be done a certain way. That's that magic spot. When you let go of the resistance, it's like letting go and allowing infinite possibilities to kind of come in and refresh the whole entire system. Yeah. And and I think um, in terms of elaborating on resistance for me, it, it feels like I can feel it energetically. You're just like, ugh, ugh, it's stuck. I'm not, you know, like, like after you get like a good chiropractic adjustment, you're like, oh, great, this is awesome. I'm like, I feel the energy flowing everywhere, you know? It's, yeah. it's kind of like that. Like there's just very much like if you were running it through a cable or something like that. It's, it's not the full power that it could be. You're trickling through a little bit. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I live by Paulo Coelho's Alchemist, you know, which is, yeah. When you're supposed to be doing something new, the universe will kind of provide signals for you. It's not it's not to say that you won't um, meet resistance along the way. Right. But if your first few steps on a new path is resistance, 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 even when I was doing sales, I back off. I had like a customer who was going to be like thirty to fifty thousand dollars or something like that for for a year of selling something, and uh, it would have been a, a really big sale for me. And something with my interaction with them, I just, I started energetically push, putting the brakes on my side. I was like, mm, no, I'm not, I'm not going to go for it because I need to get the sale. And it ended up like unfolding in a much better way than it should have. Um, but yeah, I, I live my life by that principle of like, if there's resistance, right, when you're trying to do something new, maybe step back. Maybe it's not the time right now. And if you're supposed to be doing something new, the universe starts presenting all these cool signals for you to get into it. And then there's the challenges along the way that kind of alchemize you into the archetype you're supposed to be for, at the end of that journey. Oh, I like that. Yeah, I thought it was out of cool when I was saying it. <laughs> so, so smart. <laughs> Look at my ego is just on fire. Ego's on fire in this surrendering episode. My <laughs> <laughs> job, ego. Crushing it. Oh, it's funny. Yeah, it. it, it I want to go back to um, what you said earlier, like you can feel resistance. And I want to outline, like physically, when we have resistance in our body, tension, like follow the path of tension and you will be able to let go of that. It's like, you know, when you go get a massage, it's like you get that release button hit and it's like, oh, my body goes back into balance. Well, why did you have that tension in the first place? Because of some resistance within your life, whether it's again, physical, emotional, all that's connected, but it can happen in so many layers of you, right? Like resistance in um, a relationship, like you're like, it's just not working. You're, you're hitting the wall, you're hitting the wall. Right. And it's like, well, I have to understand how to let go of this in order again, for that, that energy to kind of surge through you again, right? To to kind of allow whatever is. And this is another part of surrender that I think is really important that we often get really stuck. And when we're stuck and in this really uncomfortable place, it's like we're trying to get out of that discomfort. We're doing everything possible. It's like the frog in the hot water. It's like jumping out of it, trying to find the solution to fix it but sometimes sitting in it and looking around and saying, I'm going to surrender to all of this mess 
all of this discomfort. I'm just going to allow it to be there. That feeling in your body, it's like a, a it's like a, a very subtle softening. Mm-hmm. And it allows all the messy parts of you, the, the shadow, the, the parts of you that you don't like, it allows all of you to be there in one place so that you can just soften to the whole of it, right? Yeah, and, and another part of that that I would add is like sometimes conceptually it's too hard for us to surrender the whole thing. Yeah. And there is some part of you that is attached to that story that is holding on to that resistance because you're getting some type of charge out of it. Sorry, sorry to kick you in the nuts on that a little bit, people. But like, you yeah, know. it's like we're like we're addicted to that. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And, and you have to look at like, okay, well, why am I, why do I go back in that pattern? And a lot of times, like, you know, as alpha as I think I am, I I fall into a victim mentality of uh, somebody else is doing this to me and I can't, and I'm not, I'm not with a broad brush. I'm using a very small brush on this, but it's like, I have to accept that I have a hand in this, um, that ego, you know, like if, if you're constantly stuck in a situation and you're not gaining any new perspective, well, then maybe you need to surrender some aspect of it and and you can surrender just a little bit. You know, you could, you don't have to give up the whole battlefield, but you could give up maybe like hundred some feet for now. And that spaciousness will allow more energy to come in and gradually you can release and let go and appreciate, you know, reframe. Yeah. I like that example. That's because it does, you're right. Cause it's like, you can't, surrender to everything all at once because there are multiple parts of you that are still embedded in that old story and that narrative and that would be like an ego death that would be like a very intense thing to happen if you did it all at once yeah and sometimes your system will shake you up i was talking about this with my uh my brother-in-law the other day that like you know the archetype of apocalypse yeah you're you you haven't been paying attention enough to some of this stuff you haven't surrendered, you haven't let go enough and spirit just fucking shakes you up because this is what's going to happen. And if, if you weren't ready to make the gradual changes to come into your better understanding of who you are, well, I'm going to, I'm going to shake you. I'm a, I'm going to truly the archetype of Rattle you. Yeah. Your world's going to end as you know it because the, the old you is not needed for this new part of the journey, which is, yeah, that was another good ego one. <laughs> keeping a score for the ego over here the ego's really loving this episode (laughs) that's how we lost all of our listeners (laughs) um yeah that's i mean ego death is that that's a i feel like i feel like the art of surrender and the ego death are very much in line right like you can it depends how much because here the thing is, is like the ego is so wrapped up in the identity of who we think we are. I mean, it's entrenched in your essence in some yeah. some degree. Yeah. And so when you're when you're try, when you're having massive changes in your life and you're trying to question your identity and you're allowing the surrendering process to kind of come in, it is going to squash that egoic identity in order for a new one to kind of come in and that that process is incredibly uncomfortable 
But what's more uncomfortable in that process is like staying in the resistance of that process, right? So that's where like really, truly that acceptance piece, I feel like that's, that's massive in the surrendering process. So, so would you, would you delineate acceptance and surrendering or are they the same thing in your book? I think for me and in my, in my personal experience, I think it's definitely, they go hand in hand because you can't, you can't surrender without accepting what is, can you do that? It's it's uh, you're racking my brain over here. I'm I'm thinking about it. Uh, you know what we should have on the screen the little like ding 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 the little uh thing thing thing. Oh, it would be for me. It's like when Homer Simpson's thinking about something and it's, she's like he sees the monkey with the symbols in his head. That's that's <laughs> my loading screen. Yeah, your loading screen. So like, can you actually surrender without accepting what is? I'm I'm open to to coming back to it, but on first glance, I'd say no. Okay. You you have to, you have to accept. Exactly. Yeah, my brain's actually thinking too. And yet, like you know, it's it's interesting. We talk about healing sometimes, and sometimes there's top level, top to bottom healing, and there's healing from bottom to top. So top level is like something you have to do psychologically to understand why you were at the spot that you were at and what yeah, happened. I think it's really good if you actually open that up for listeners. I was doing that. Oh, I'm sorry. I was in the middle of explaining the thing I was talking about. Sorry. <laughs> this is the episode where Natalie and Alex get in a fight. Yeah. Well, if this is our fight, I'll take it. I'll take it every day. So, okay. um, yeah, I'm sorry. No, there's, there's, it's something that I've been thinking about too, because there's, there's top down, you know, understanding it, like psychologically, you're, going over a high level concept for a few hours that like you can then resonate and see how you have that experience. And then bottom up, I would say is like your actual embodiment where I'm, I'm now studying like Reiki and character therapy and bioenergetics and you're doing certain movement and certain breathing. And you're not actually like going through the process of, you know, and then, uh, then my creepy uncle kind of rubbed my shoulders a little bit. It's not, it's not like that. You're just like, I, 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 you know, everybody's got a creepy uncle. I'm not putting it down. I'm just saying it exists. You know why you're, so you're, you're talking about more of like the, the mental psychological approach or the body-based approach. Yeah. Yeah. I'm saying you don't always have to have the, the psychological, like you can do the body with. And so I've been doing this and they're tremendously transformative. Where like you do it for, an hour and you feel like you're doing psychotropics and you're like, you're doing this certain type of breathing yeah. and you're the emotions coming up, but you're not like, Oh, that was with the, the emotion itself comes up, but not like the, the story behind the emotion. Right. And from that, like I'm opening it up and I'm opening my body and I'm opening up the energetic pattern and more energy comes in. And then I feel a greater sense of vitality in connection to my yeah. core. That's, that's what I teach people to do. It's like working in both. And that's like, that's really, I'm glad you, I, I don't actually use it as a top up, top down, but yeah, it's really powerful. And, and that right there, when you're using almost like a body-based approach for healing, you're, you're really uh, working with the act of surrender. I would say a little bit more than the mental top up approach, because the body is when you're going into the body and you're allowing these waves of emotion to just kind of like course through you, I feel like that's more feminine. Uh, I like that. Okay. Okay. 
which is again not gender but just energetics it is the, well it's also just natural like when you process cognitively right that is very much i'm putting the story and the narrative in the linear sequence right it's like well why did this happen or what did what both are necessary like the masculine and the feminine but like i i feel truly that we have missed out in most healing modalities in a therapeutic setting they're working from the cognitive approach the body based approach is finally kind of linking the two mm. and allowing the the surrendering process and allowing the body to experience somatic experiencing right what is the body experiencing and that is that's very much a surrendering approach to healing which i i absolutely adore I like it's my favorite thing. I mean, when you say it like that, it's no coincidence we're talking about it right now then. And and then like you've had stuff going on with your winter and we've had stuff going on with our house where you're just like, This is this is the way it is right now. Yeah. Okay. So for Al and it's so funny because Alex and I in putting this podcast together, there's been so many obstacles on both of our parts with just life happening, being parents and kids getting sick, you know, Jack's, Jackson's going to daycare for the first time. And I'm like, watch out, germ warfare is going to come. So Alex and I have both had this, like lots of things happened this um, winter as a lot of our episodes were recorded and just getting this episode. And we're just like, we have to surrender to what is. We can't, can't get angry or resist what is. It's just what it is. This this will move and flow as it should. As it should in the time that it's supposed to. And, uh, you know, it's, I wasn't really thinking all this stuff as it was going through, but like, we always have a way of um, the podcast topics become like a container in themselves before and after the thing. So we're constantly being, we're like reinitiating ourselves all the time based off of our own like interests of where we're going. You know, we're making our own pressure cookers. Yeah. And so just to let everybody know that we're selfishly taking you on our journey, <laughs> basically. It's like, well, we're going through, you're going through now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, and hopefully, you know, through us, you learn a few missteps, maybe a few other tips and tricks and, but always like it's, it's how, how to bring you back to you. Um, so let's get into like that, the how of surrendering so that people learn wow. to surrender to come back into themselves. Yeah, how do you surrender? Okay, Alex, you, you start on this one. I'm I'm a big proponent of humor. And one of our dear friends, Tian, um, gave me a compliment the other day that said, like, it was, this was after my horrible massage. Um, that's another episode. That's another episode. This person was out of integrity, and I might have stumbled into a massage parlor. So <laughs> we'll get to it. It's a hilarious story. You know it was... Uh, I, I honor about you is that you can laugh at yourself really quickly after something happens. And an element of laughter involves you having to take yourself out of it so that you can laugh at it because if you're so in it, you won't be able to laugh at it. So for me, I kind of do this surrendering self-acceptance exercise where I look at myself almost like a cartoon and any version of myself that shows up, you know, there's, there's, the profanity latent one, there's ones like, ah, oh, I just can't wait to go home and jerk off. And then there's the one that's like, I got to get shit done for the podcast. So there's 
all these different me's. <laughs> you know, the, you parts gotta, you, the parts of you. The parts of you. There's, you know, speak to what you know. So <laughs> the all these different versions of me that show up. And if if I was writing a cartoon where I invited myself to a dinner party, would I be able to laugh and hold space for all these where the I am my own doorman just saying like, yeah, you come in, you come in too, you come in too. Yeah. And allowing and accepting myself. And that that gives me some, that's an acceptance practice, self-acceptance practice that I do of just like having a sense of humor and seeing myself in a scenario where it's not me, but all these different versions of me are showing up um, is allowing me to surrender. I like that. It's like a cosmic giggle moment. Yeah. And, you know, I'm the fucking party dragon. I'm all about cosmic giggles. Yeah. I love that because it's humor. Again, we've, I think we've talked about it on previous episodes. It really has a way of taking something again, resistant and serious, and it allows things to just boom, kind of open up. And if you can, again, take yourself, it's hard, hard when you're in, in it, in the thick of that cooking process. Right. But if you can take yourself out and look at the kind of in like the higher spiritual perspective and just be like, wow, go and go through it. Like having a good laugh at yourself. If you can bring humor in, that's like, that's a pretty, that's a beautiful way to surrender. Well, the other day you were talking about, it's like being on a spiritual rinse cycle. And it's like, you know, when you're watching the old Looney Tune cartoons and the one of the animals goes through the ringer and they're getting bopped up and down and stretched out and this and that. And you're like, yeah, yeah that's you. And uh, it's all for your betterment. Enjoy. Yeah. And, and you know what? It's even, even on my Instagram, I'm like, I'm constantly posting like funny spiritual memes. Because if you can't laugh at your spiritual journey and the awakening path and how how heavy and treacherous it can be, like, I don't know. I remember, I remember somebody... A, a while back around the pandemic, somebody kind of got upset and sent me a message on Instagram saying that my content was um, inappropriate because it was, it was a funny meme about healing. And I was like, well, that's not my kind of person to work with. Sorry. It's like, I, I laugh like laughter and making fun of, like, I, I love making fun of myself on this path. Like it's, it's so important. I mean, for me, it's, it's, it can be yeah. really serious and intense, but. And this is, this is one of infinite ways of surrendering. Yeah. Um, so do you have something that would be, you know, more in line with people that don't like laughing? Offended <laughs> <laughs> by my, my spiritual mean. Um, yeah. So for me, a really, you know, when we look at how, um, meditation and prayer are very, very different. I find prayer to be one of the most softening and surrendering ways of taking something that you are troubled with or something that's really uncomfortable or like sometimes when you're so in, in it and you're stuck, you can't see how you're going to get yourself out. Right. The answers haven't quite come yet for me taking that that really uncomfortable situation or whatever it is and just kind of packaging it up and handing it over to spirit like hands up in a prayer and just saying like i'm going to give this to you to handle because i don't know what to do with it yet but i trust that you're going to handle it for me and i'm going to give it over to you it's, so, it's weird you're saying it because like i do the same thing i like take a box of my shit mentally yeah. 
and I just give it to the universe and I'm like, recycle me something cool, dude. Yeah. And that's, that for me is like, I actually like meditation is really great to, to bring information in prayer is a, a very different way of intentionally saying like, help me or guide me. Like for me, prayer is really important. And, and accepting what is saying, okay, I've got all this, like basically a bunch of shit surrounding me because you're in it. You can't see past the shit, but saying, okay, I'm, I'm in this really shitty circumstances. I I, I can't quite see out of it, but I'm going to take all of it. I'm just going to hand it over to you. And I trust. And just that kind of even putting your hands up in the motion of surrender, it's like, it feels really good and soft. And then once you kind of hand that over, I feel like a softening and there's that resistance dissipates a little bit. And if you keep practicing, just offering it over to spirit and you can, I mean, whoever you, you know, worship, pray to like what, whatever your, whatever that is for you, God source, hand it over, hand it over to the, your higher self, whatever, just, letting go of it is that for me, that has been incredibly um, powerful. Well, I, I love that you said practice because, you know, it's, it's not a one-time said and done thing. Like yeah. how, do, how do we practice this, practice this, practice it. Yeah. And then eventually like energetically your, your being gets more used to letting go of and getting more comfortable, not being comfortable, not knowing, not having to figure it all out, you know, you could go crazy again, looking at the news. You'd be like, how are we going to have a future for our kid? He's going to be fine. I'm going to be fine. We're going to be fine. Everything we're doing is going to give him a great foundation to navigate the world that he's going to be in. Do you, do you know what I would say is the best answer to that question? Turn it off. <laughs> Turn off the news. Yeah. Don't, don't yeah. it. And, and, there's so many, you know, we go back to this all the time of these things that are distracting you from your own power. And, and in this case, it's, it's your own power to have your own experience. And it can be hard to surrender because the stuff that we're looking at in the media is telling you how powerless you are. And so naturally your, your primitive brain would kick in, the part of your primitive brain would kick in and you would try to hold on to what you have. So it's like when I was selling it's very hard to sell something to somebody when their back is against the wall. It's hard for them to understand a value proposition when they're trying to keep the lights on, they're trying to keep people staffed. Their, their mind is in a different spot. Their, their, their brain is not firing them, right? So in the same way, like you have to make time for this because otherwise people are going to tell you how busy you are or how don't lose your control. Don't do this or that. Um, you know, that they say the greatest power is the ability to give power. There's the ability to give up power completely. And that's, it's, it's so like, that's what I think is so beautiful about the Tao is like, it's this wonderful paradox that in giving up everything, you can have anything. But if you have everything you're clinging on to, and you don't have space for something to come into. And that, that is perfectly said about the art of surrendering. It's like, even looking at like everything, even for those of you who have like built everything up, it's like, what am I holding on to? Like if life is going perfectly, like what can I surrender more to mm -hmm. it's a practice? It really is a practice. And, um, because if you, yeah, if you don't spirits, 
Bert's going to come smack down <laughs> like big time. And being in that, being in that practice allows that, that softening and, and just going back to even like body work for me, body work has been so instrumental in getting out of the story because the story is the resistance. The story mm-hmm. is the ego's attachment to what should be. And, and, and it's constantly trying to tell itself who it is in relation to that thing in the river. Yeah. Yeah. And then, you know, really allowing yourself to let go allows this new, fresh energy, which is essentially yourself to actually be expressed. It's not that you've got this new energy outside of yourself. It's been you the whole time that's been blocking the flow. Love it. Right? It's like we think that, oh, I'm going to get all this new energy. It's not coming from outside of you. It's been there the whole time. It's just you're the one showing up and ripping and not allowing. And like, and that's exactly what you said earlier. It's like, you're the one in the way. It's not, it's not anybody else or that victim. It's like, it's you. Yeah. And that's not to say that we don't know. We haven't worked with people that have had serious trauma. I mean, there's there's levels and layers of this conversation to have. Uh, and I'm not saying Natalie or I view that one way or the other, but we've worked with, we've been with people that have various levels of that. Mm-hmm. And eventually, like, you start, we were talking about alchemy a while ago, you start to alchemize those things for your own development. Um, yeah. And and yes, there are traumatic things, but there's, there's Victor, Victor Frankl's search for meaning, you know, being a Holocaust survivor and finding a greater sense of life in the middle of one of the worst things that's ever happened in humanity. Um, So there's, there's always that little glimmer of hope and, you know, it's, it's part of the doubt. Both sides need to be honored. So uh, homework, what, what homework we got for ourselves and our fine listening friends. Let's think about that for a second. I think like starting small because you always want to start small Look at an area in your life where you're experiencing resistance, whether it's uh, a relationship, money, uh, health, because you can have a lot of resistance in your health too. Um, Mm. Whether it's you're trying to go to the gym and you're resisting that. Think of some small resistance that you're experiencing and hand that over. Try handing it over to spirit, whoever. Put it in a gold-plated box. Yeah, put, put it in a real nice box. Yeah, I mean, if spirits recycling it for you, the least you could do is put it in a nice. The least you could do is all you could do is decorate it. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Two spirit, don't open till Christmas. <laughs> bedazzle that, bedazzle it. <laughs> bedazzle that present and your offering to spirit. Um, yeah, but bedazzle the shit out of your resistance. And this is, I love like mentally, I'm just having a field day with this. This is I amazing. Know, draw like a picture, like take the shit in your life, bedazzle it, and hand it over to spirit. This is the most beautiful box you've ever seen, and just a bunch of your human like excrement. And it's like, what the fuck am I supposed to do with this? It'll figure it out, it'll recycle it. Yeah. Don't worry about it. Just like think of it as like universal alchemy, it's going to come back to you in some some way shape or form that's better than what you what you handed over right so or, or you're just letting it go you're just yeah 
it, it, you'll manifest it for greater good for everybody. Yeah. So I think that that's like something, start with something small, whatever the resistance is and package it up. First, actually, before you package it up, you have to accept it. Say so like, I accept you because if you're not accepting it for what it is, you're still in resistance. Excellent. So accepting it and saying, okay, I'm going to hand this over to you. Spirit, do with it what you will. I will wait. Is there a time of day you would recommend doing this? So I think it's going to be different for everybody. For like, I would say check in with your energy levels. For me, I like prayer at night. But it works for me because it's it's like I do it before I go to bed and give spirit a lot of stuff. I'm like, here you go. <laughs> Here's all of my stuff for the day. Um, and I also do, I do it for other people as well, other people in my life. Um, mornings for me are reserved for more like, cultivating and strengthening my energy different different practice for me cool yeah so what what about you alex what would you suggest well i love that you reminded everybody to accept what is um bedazzle the box put it in the box you know give gratitude for it as well and uh i i thank you again to natalie for the reminder like you know i was i was feeling like nighttime like that's when I, cause like I'm subconscious, I've heard there's great things about doing that with your different brain yeah. states that you're in. It helps you access your subconscious. But I love that you reminded it's, it's about you. It's about your process. What, yeah. what feels good to you do it throughout the day. If you need to. You yeah. Know? It's not, it doesn't have to be this. Um, I have to sit in my certain spot and I have to get into oh. the mode just if you're in your car, be like, spirit, crying out loud, help me out here, and just like, hand it over. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a big fan of doing, like, the little practices throughout the day because I, I don't have time to sit for, like, 40 minutes. Like, that, that's just not me. I don't have the bandwidth or the attention span, and for me, little check-ins work way better. Agreed. And And – it's so hard to uh, everything that's taking up our time today to be like, oh. and now I have to carve out another thing and I have to really be, you know, like be intentional with it and da, 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 and it can keep you from doing it. And, you know, I'd love to work out every day for 45 minutes. Sometimes I do. Yes. And if you're in resistance to, if you're resisting surrendering, resist, <laughs> surrender the resistance to surrendering. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. So I, I think on that note, that wraps up surrendering. Um, anything else that you want to add in there, Alex? I'm grateful to you and I'm grateful for everybody listening. And I hope uh, I hope this resonates with some people and I hope, you, I hope it makes your path a little easier. Yeah, amazing. Okay, we'll see you next time. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Huffing Spirit Podcast. Remember, you are your own teacher. Take what resonates and leave the rest. For more info, follow us on Instagram at Huffing Spirit Podcast and subscribe on Spotify or iTunes. Bye for now.